0: How are you guys doing today? My name is Vincent.
1: And I'm Francis.
0: And I'm glad you can join us today for some Late Night Chill Vibes. It's the podcast where philosophy, life, and existing as human beings can become a casual discussion.
1: In today's episode, we talk about process versus passion and how it relates to education. We'll chat about what those two things mean to us. We'll talk about the effects of prioritizing one over the other, and we'll see how they're used together to help someone reach their goals.
0: Okay, Francis, let's start vibing,
1: shall we? Let's do it.
0: All right, Francis, it's the perfect time of year, I feel like, to talk about this. You know, some people are starting school, um, some people are just about to start school, and I think some schools in US are, have already started like a couple weeks ago, but here in Canada, or at least where we're from, school hasn't started it's going to start like next week so when you guys listen to this it's going to be like in four days or something before we get into this are you excited for the school semester
1: i am i'm hopeful i guess that's what hopeful yeah that's that's all you can really be based in my in my uh what's it called degree in engineering you know it's going to be a grind you know that day in and day out you're just going to be like doing work and Expanding that brain at the cost of your sleep, at the cost of your like <laughs> mental health, uh, but all you can do is just all you can all you can feel is hopeful, because at the end of it, you're gonna have some nice knowledge to take with you wherever you go into your future. So yeah.
0: Yeah, I like the word hopeful. That's a definitely. I feel like that's a, a fresh start for everyone. A new school year. Hopeful. Oh, yeah. That's that's beautiful. Um. So. Thank you. In today's episode, we're talking about the education system and how there's going to be some kind of change. And we're not, I'm not really too sure when, but I know the change is happening and it's been talked about for a few years now and they really want to do this. And I think they're actually, they implemented this last year in my old school where they stopped studying like social studies altogether and like made it more specific um, I don't know if... Has has your high school done that yet? Or is it just us?
1: Like, we're going to be learning history and social studies for the foreseeable f- future. I don't know how they could just drop that. But, yeah, you're you just, just going to have to explain.
0: Well, the high school I went to, they did this last year. And I think they're, they're going to keep sticking to it because it's pretty nice. Um, instead of learning social studies and history 11 and history 12 and all that stuff, they give you specific ones now. Like, instead of doing social s- 10... They give you, like, you can either do politics 10 or or social justice, or it's all different types of stuff now. And then instead of history, instead of, like, all of history, they do, like, history, world wars, or history, um, 1500s, and all that stuff, like the renaissance, and they make it really specific. I think... If I remember correctly, they did this already in my old school, but I'm not, <laughs> I, I haven't been there in like three years, so I don't really know. I'm just basing this up, what my brother's telling me.
1: Well, that's cool. Yeah, it's like uh, you choose what you want to learn. That's cool, yeah. And like if you're interested in it, yeah, just go for it.
0: Exactly. And that's what we'll be talking about today the process versus passion. Friends, do you want to explain your thoughts on what you mean by the word passion?
1: This all started, this whole conversation started because like early in high school, I was kind of, I was kind of confused about how I should be looking at school as a whole. I had a lot of ideas about what I wanted to do. And I had a lot of like energy bottled up inside of me to do stuff that I was interested in. But uh, you know, like in the beginning, you have to do the general classes. You can't really go off into uh, specific classes that require a base of knowledge like you you can't you can't do the higher level stuff unless you do the baseline but I really wanted to do the the higher level stuff and I really wanted to like learn and uh, do more things that had to do with what I liked even though it was what I liked was going to be a little bit far off so I talked to like the principal I like had a chat about you know can I take psychology 11 I was in grade eight at the time, and uh <laughs> you know you can't just do that <laughs> so i i was I was saying like I was giving my reasons for it, I was saying I was passionate about it, I really wanted to do it uh it piqued my interest at the time, so if I did that class i'd I'd probably do really well um but you know you you can't just you can't just go and do that thing but but what I'm trying to say is like the passion was there, and that's what I mean by passion, just like the drive because of the interest. And the drive because you really you really just want to immerse yourself in this kind of, in this kind of environment that you have in your head, right? Of, of where you're going to work maybe or, or what you're going to be learning or what you're going to be doing. So that, that's what passion means to me, I think. Uh,
0: I guess my next question is, do you think that the school system should base their education system off of students' passions? That's what you mean, right?
1: Yes, yeah. I mean, I definitely think so, but you know, it's it, the the very the very name of a school system is kind of counterintuitive to that whole whole idea of letting kids do what they want. Um mm. and, and because, you know, you have to do certain things, there's prerequisites and the whole the whole thing with courses and everything. Uh you can't really allow a kid to do whatever they want because they have to be learning specific things which build to uh, whatever they want to learn in the end, right? If you want to mm-hmm. go into psychology, for example, you have to take the beginner psychology courses, take more uh, more focused courses later on, and then it builds and builds. And in that time, the things that you want to take, I mean, the, the things that you have to take to get to the end goal mi- might not be what you want to do. might be a little bit boring or whatever, so... So to me, that hinders passion that takes value away from the educational process, how they're going to take that away. I'm not sure, but, but if they did do that, I feel like that would be such a, such a boon, such a benefit to like, to kids. And do you think they should
0: start that off right, right away or, or like later down high school? Or do you think the beginning of high school or elementary or whatever it is? Like, where do you think they should start?
1: Yeah. That's the thing too. Like it depends from kid to kid. Obviously I think I was in w- the minority. Um, I think people who go into high school don't really know what the hell they're, they want to do. They're just going to take some courses, do what they need to do and, uh, you know, get through it. Right. For me, mm-hmm. I had just like a really specific thing in mind to where I wanted to go at the time. And then yeah, I kind of tried to follow that even though uh, it was impossible just because of how the system, quote unquote, works. And uh, I don't know if th- I don't I don't know if they can implement it. That's the thing because they believe uh, kids. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think I have a mildly pessimistic view about how school works. It's just like a like a box where people go in, come in and then go out. Right. That kind of hampers. I don't know if that's a word. What hampers? Like like it <laughs> it, it it uh. I know what a for is, where you put your clothes, but it, I'm trying to say like yeah. it uh <laughs> it, it um suppresses, I guess, suppresses uh the the value that kids get from doing something that they're interested in because you just mm. go into this box and you have to go into this box no matter what and come out the other end, right?
0: So what you so that's what you believe. Now, what I believe is the process. So that's why we're calling this episode passion versus process of process versus a passion whatever it is but um what i think i think that the school system is doing it right for the beginning of it for the beginning of high school at least and from behind that i think it's important for students to do what they they, they should learn what we deem is what they should learn you know like basic math writing an essay Um, all that, all that stuff up until grade 10. And once they hit grade 10, that's their last year to do all these, all these stuff to like try out or, or these requirement required courses. And then grade 11, 12, and even university, I don't think there should be any required required classes at all, other than prerequisites. I mean, that's a little bit different, but I mean like required classes, like in universities, they make you take English, they make you take, um, History, they make you take theology, like the school I go to, they make you take theology, like no matter what your field is, you have to do these courses, and you have to do at least two of each, and I think that's such a waste of like mental power and waste of money, because not only are students just gonna ignore that or like not really give it any real effort, they're just gonna use it as grades, you know? Um, and I think that's a problem. So in that sense, I agree that passion, that's where passion should be at its best right there. 11, 12, and then from past on. However, I think the process of all, uh, everything before that should be a process. And I wrote down in our notes, I believe that up to great, oh wait, (laughs) hold on, I read that. Um, (laughs) to taste everything before you find your passion, meaning... Um, my, in my example, I did bio 11 and 12 because I was curious about it and I wanted to do the process uh, to find out if I was actually passionate about. That's what I mean by like tasting, tasting these courses to see if you're passionate about. But like, I'm curious to think, do you think that's how you find passion or do you find passion on your own? That, that's I think that's where we have to differentiate here.
1: Yeah, you know? find, finding passion on your own is definitely what I think is a key part of it. Because you take ownership of it. The way the way I'd see somebody going about it is like, you know, watching a video maybe on YouTube and then reading uh, an article, something that really strikes them. And they have that kind of fire burning in them to learn more. Yeah, I think yeah. Passion starts there because it just makes sense at the time. And when something happens like that, it just hits and it just makes sense. And I feel like for a lot of things in school that don't make sense, it takes that fire away. It's like the extinguisher. You know what I mean?
0: Um, when you watch a video, right? And you watch, let's say the video is about, um, I don't know, melting glass or whatever. Mm-hmm. Are you are you going to look into it because that's that's where passion starts or that's where curiosity starts? Because... Um, I did bio 11 and 12 because I was curious to know if I was passionate about it, right? I just, because like I was interested in it. I was interested in how like my body works. I was interested in how, um, organisms work, but I was curious, but not passionate. Um, because I feel like that that's a difference because then you're going, you're looking at it and you're saying like when you watch that video and you're like, oh, I'm passionate about this. Do you think that's? passion right away because obviously i feel like some people would find passion right away but i think for the most part wouldn't it be curiosity like what are your thoughts on that
1: so it's yeah so for sure like it's i think it's mainly just curiosity like what you said a lot of people have it different differently though because well i mean that in 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 like people are different right so then some people through the experiences they had earlier in life can look at something like in a video and kind of make the, make the connections right away and have it be that aha moment and think this is what I want to do and just mm-hmm. never look back after that. I so see that happening a is lot, that actually. passion? Is that passion or is that curiosity? I think that's passion and that's kind of what I was kind of,
0: I agree actually, you no, know, cause like if you see something and you're like, Oh, that's the one and you go head in and you're just going straight for it that's i agree is passion but um that's just like a good example of straight passion i th- but what i however i think what process is, is you find curio- you're find curious of something and then you build that curiosity until you find out that it's passion that mm-hmm. that's where i'm at with process you know
1: yeah i like that because it's like it's trusting it's like it's it's having faith in the in the system and the process because you just you know that by the end of it if you pursue this if you pursue this goal it's not gonna be an a be-all and end-all you're just curious and you're just trying to figure out if it's good it's if it's right for you and then if it's not you know you know you you like wash your hands of it it's fine mm-hmm. you look onto the other thing and throughout it you even gain some credits or something or you gain some experiences that like that maybe you'll take with you and so there's value either way which is good.
0: Yeah, so the another thing that I was thinking about when we first talked about this a week ago is this idea that the school is a factory. And I think we can both agree that the school is kind of a school is kind of like a factory. Like they're basically packaging kids, they're forcing kids into these boxes that they have to be in, in order to move on with life. Like, if you don't fit in this box, you can't graduate. And I think that's wrong. Like, I don't think that's how the school school system should be. I think that it should be like, um, here's the box, do what you want with this box, but you have to fill it up with something. Then you can graduate instead of shoving these kids into a box and making them have to learn all these things and be something that they're not, you know. Like I think like that that's a big problem in schools.
1: <laughs> I, I agree. That's a. I love that you said that. That's because it makes <laughs> it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You don't want exactly. to. You don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna bring it back to like to to socialism and that whole idea of uh, putting a stamp on something and telling them that this is what the val. This is what this is what the value is of this thing and it's like saying all this stuff that you're doing boom it has this value you stamp it this mm-hmm, is the value mm-hmm. that you can put on all these things but kids don't like it's different for everybody you can't just say that right you kind of have to talk to them and everything and and communicate and that's the thing like with schools and with the system that we have it's good in the sense that it's efficient mm-hmm. because if mm-hmm. you were to if you were to try and co- accommodate everybody and have every kid um go do what they wanted to do and have them build their confidence in that thing that would be super expensive
0: so um which actually brings up this paper clip th- i don't remember what it's called paper clip paper clip test um but uh, they tested like older people middle-aged people teenagers and kids like younger kids like kindergarten kids and they gave them a piece of paper and all that piece of paper was a picture of a paperclip. And literally all they said was think of as many possibilities that you can use with this paperclip. Like you can think of whatever you want as long as you somehow use this paperclip, then that's an idea for, a pa- for what you can use with it. Mm-hmm. And the older people, they struggled. Like they f- couldn't think of anything beyond paper like like using those paper clips for paper or mailing something that's literally all they can think of mm-hmm. and what they found was the younger the students the younger the people were the more creative they got and even for those who struggled in school the older they got even for those who struggled in school they found that those people were also very more creative than the rest of their group and the kindergarten kids they found like so many unimaginable things to do with this paperclip. And you can think of this as so many different ways. You can never think of the younger you are, the more imagination you are. But the way that the class class I was in, we were learning about this whole changing education system. And our prof was like, you can either see it as kids having a better imagination or you can look at it and say, this is the result of having schools as a factory, putting kids into these boxes, you're gonna get the same cookie-cutter result every single time. A paperclip is only used for paper. But when you go and look at the kindergartens, they haven't gone through that whole process of being pushed into a box. They have these wild ideas to do whatever this paperclip can possibly do. Like the even th- the simplest things, for example, how big the paperclip was, the older people didn't even think about that. The younger kids were able to think the paperclip was just massive or super tiny. I'll, do you think that is the result of the factory, or do you think that's a result of imagination?
1: I think kids just have this thing inside of them that allows them to look at the world, not see the rules. You know? Mm, <laughs> it's like... Yes. Yep. Yeah, they just... They go they go for it, and it's just because to them, anything is possible. That's that's pretty cliche, but it's I think it's true. It's like... I was going to say okay so so this this brings me to like this this uh this idea we were talking about before with uh th- you know the lateral thinking versus the vertical thinking as a kid yeah, you have lateral actually. thinking for sure right because it's like cuz you know lateral thinking is spreading it out over a big area instead of going forward with one single path of thinking when you're lateral you just spread out and i think that can be really strongly related to passion because when you think about something like i said when when uh when you know you watch that video and you see your whole uh, actually wait, passion, can i interrupt for a second yeah sure
0: um can we we should explain the difference between a lateral thinker and a vertical thinker and i think when you explained this to me i got it right away so why don't you go ahead go ahead explain to the audience
1: so uh, what a lateral thinker is is somebody who takes an idea say water they can think of ways that water is important in every aspect of their life or every aspect of (laughs) any aspect of humanity the universe whatever and what a what a lateral thinker does is they come up with something that has to do with water and they drill it in until it's got this value that takes on a life of its own almost. And so, in that sense, it's like it's like an explore, an an, an explorer versus a builder. I explained mm. that terribly com- compared to when, when I <laughs> explained it to you the first time. I think. Yeah, you take you take what you want from that. I guess I don't know. Today I'm kind of okay. Okay. Yeah. Let
0: me give it a shot. I want to give okay, it a shot. Sure. So, like, what um what we were thinking, lateral thinkers are people like I think the one that we used the example we used was military. I think it was. And how lateral thinkers, when they think of military, they think of like war and then defenses. It's all these like big ideas and they work off these, all these separate big ideas. Am I like, am I on the right page so far? Am I doing this right? Yes. Okay. And uh, vertical thinkers, they think when they see military, they immediately go down the ladder and think, okay, military, that means generals. They get really specific and they go into each detail. And I wrote down in our notes, and we, uh, we were thinking like striking gold because we saw this photo, this diagram on Google Images. And they said, lateral thinkers, they dig many holes till you strike gold, but vertical thinkers dig and dig and dig until they find gold. So I, f- I hope that helps for the people listening. Yeah, anyways. You're talking about how like lateral thinkers are like, are connected to passion yeah
1: yeah and kids right and kids like if you Mm -hmm. if you stay with this kind of thinking all the way up until you're 40 or you're 50 i think your passion is going oh well what i'm talking about is lateral thinking right lateral thinking Mm -hmm. if you think yeah like this in at the baseline level until you're 50 i think you'll have passion as your main priority whereas if you think Mm. as a vertical thinker throughout your entire life you'll have process as your priority Mm -hmm. is what i'm trying to get at kids have passion for anything easily if you give some spark in your voice when you're talking about anything kids will in their mind come up with a hundred reasons why this thing is like the greatest thing ever (laughs) right (laughs) and i've seen that before i've seen like i've seen kids and how you talk about Um, I'll just give like engineering, civil engineering, you talk about one concept and then they're like talking for hours about how you could be applied to like building roads. And I feel like as you go on, the more that you don't lose that, the more passion stays a big part of who you are.
0: Before we continue, friends, why don't we take a quick break? Let the sponsors say what they have to say. What do you think?
1: Let them do it. Let them do it.
0: (laughs) All right. We'll be back right after these messages.
1: So we are back from our little break, and I was talking before about passion and how it's lateral. Uh, Watch a video, you read an article, and I am saying that if you are the passionate type, you're going to think about a billion ways that this thing can uh, provide value to your life, to other people, uh, whatever you read, and kind of integrate it into your work, that information kind of drive you forward and keep keep you motivated. Now, what I want to know is what you think, what do you, Vincent, think about the vertical process or the vertical framework of thinking and how it relates to process? And I want to get your definition of process. Like, what do you think about that? Um, Let's see. Okay, let's start with do you agree with uh, the statement that process is like it has that vertical kind of framework of thinking?
0: Process, yes. I 100% agree that process has a vertical type of thinking because when I think of vertical, I think of just going down the ladder until you hit something or, or going up the ladder until you knock something. And let's say you're going up a tree or something and you hit and you grab a banana. You finally found something that you want to do. And I think that's what process and vertical thinkers are like. They keep going up and up the ladder, ladder until they finally find something that is important to them or something that's very useful to them. Uh, and if we go back to the school system and think about it like that, that's what I mean. Like they're, they, they do all these things, they go through the class and then if they find that banana they've been looking for, then that's, that's perfect. That's what they, that's exactly what they came to do. And I think that's how vertical thinkers and I myself am a vertical thinker because, um, that's how I kind of figured out I wanted to do business. You know, I thought of, I, when I thought of Apple, right? Apple. And then I went down like iPhone as technology. I'm really interested in technology and all that stuff. Uh, And I found myself thinking about, well, this is all together. These things is a business. And I really want to get into this. Like I want to get specific about this. And um, yeah, that's how I think. That's why I think vertical is connected to process in such a strong way. That it's, you can't really you can't really think about it like lateral is vertical like I feel like that's so backwards to think about it like that I mean sorry um passion is vertical I don't think that would work
1: from my mind what I'm hearing right now is that maybe pro or uh, uh, vertical thinkers and lateral thinkers they have different forms of motivation lateral mm. thinkers kind of get it from hearing an idea and being connected yeah. to that idea seeing ways mm-hmm. that that idea can Uh, blossom and grow into other branches of uh Mm -hmm. activities and stuff like that but vertical thinkers get get motivation from the potential of a single idea
0: can i can i just say that is well said it is exactly what i was thinking too exactly okay
1: motivation done different ways for both lateral and vertical thinkers now what do you think is better which do you think will be more beneficial to, size, to society? Why can't I say this word? Society. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what is your take on that?
0: I mean, of course, everyone's, different. everyone's a think- different thinker. They do school differently. But um, I think it's important to be a vertical thinker first because it teaches you to find potential in something, to like look at the thing and directly look at it into the eyes and without looking at anyone else or any subject else you look into it and try to figure out the potential of that one thing first then if that one thing that whole process of looking at that one potential and figuring that out if there's nothing there then you look at something else and I think that's what um, I meant by like exploring opportunity and like we kind of had this conversation about the, the term exploring opportunity and that's what I mean by I think exploring opportunity works well more with process than with passion because you're looking directly into its eyes and you're exploring it, it's not there. Then you move on to the same th- to the next thing, right? So I think it's important to be vertical first before you can become lateral. But what about you? I- I'm guessing that you think it's lateral that's more important. That should that's the best way to do it.
1: I think so. And in, in my opinion, when you're talking about any sort of like benefit to society, I'm thinking i'm thinking we've done a thing we've done oh we've, we've been this way for a certain amount of time and what will benefit people is in a sense t- technology in a general sense right some idea or some or some discovery that it just allows people to be better people and i think that technology and and innovation and stuff like that can only come from people who take one idea and spread it out really okay and so in that sense yeah and so in that sense so what i'm hearing now too is that between lateral and vertical thinkers there's different ideas of exploration exploration for you from what you said is that you look at an idea and you look at it and you go down and until you realize that this idea is not something you want to invest in invest your time or whatever in then you move on to something else. Whereas, I think that exploration for the vertical thinker is going into an idea and seeing how it relates to literally anything. And uh, it's it's shallow. I like I like that s- it the the striking gold thing. It really it really it really has its place here because uh, a lateral thinker will look at an idea and make shallow connections with things all around it, no matter how crazy they are. Because they're shallow no investment it's literally like okay this might be this and uh let's leave it at that whereas the vertical thinker will go into an idea dig deep put in the time put in the effort put in that process and make the judgment of whether or not that's going to bring value so Mm -hmm. uh, in my opinion i don't know there's value in both because if you're a lateral thinker if you're a lateral thinker and you hit on this this genius kind of connection with two things that are completely uh completely different and you don't do anything with it then nothing is going to come of that but then vertical thinkers you know there's there's the there's the downside of going down something for a long time and not having that thing be of any value because of its yeah. it, because of its uh core idea
0: actually you know? I have this and it relates a lot to vertical versus lateral. I have this graph in front of me that I drew and I learned this from a video. And I mean, it's a video, so I don't know how trustworthy worthy it is, but I'm pretty sure it's a whole study. They just simplified it so that it's just really easy to understand. So I have this video and on the y-axis, it says the y- y-axis is emotion. And the x-axis is time. Now this isn't like four quadrants; it's just that one quadrant that's like a normal graph. Um, and there's four stages to oh, four four stages to change in their life. And I related this to what we're talking about today. Um, when you're digging this hole, digging this hole as deep as possible, there's gonna be like a point where you just want to give up, right? And then you f- and then you keep digging, and you keep digging and you'll find like a little piece of gold and that's like a sign that like, oh, there's gonna be something good down here. And you won't know until, you can. Uh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you, I lost my chain of thought. Like I have no idea where I started this, mm. this topic.
1: I see, I see. I, I like that. No, and it makes sense because you're making the case that for vertical thinkers, that is totally beneficial. Like I, I have this in my own, I, in my own mind too, you're not going to know something is good for you until you can say that you're good at it. Ooh. Oh, you know ooh, I, mean? I like
0: that actually. That's nice.
1: Like like in Taekwondo, like I've I've been doing it for a long time. I was lucky enough to have the passion for it early on. Uh, I think it was because I watched Three Ninjas and I really liked how they moved. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I don't know. I, I really love that movie. So anyways, I, I, I stuck with it and i got good at it and i'm thinking that now it's not too much because of three nin- three ninjas now it's because i'm good at it that i keep going you know what i mean so process there you go that's like i don't know if there's more stages in what you're I- in the graph that you're talking about but you know definitely the first stage is getting good at something and once you're good at something then then it comes easily afterwards to keep going because, because you feel good when you're doing it. You feel like you're kind of the master of it. I've related that to like uh, biking. I'm good at biking and I like biking. I could bike for hours and hours. While well, some people, they they wouldn't want to, you know, bike to work every day. I do that easily, and I think it's because I'm good at it. It's because I've been doing it for a long time. So I like that. I like that. It's a really really good argument to think of processes being something that you really have to try and integrate into what you into what you do because if you don't if you don't feel like you're good at something when you're doing it you're not going to feel good so you're not going to feel a lot of value a lot of value but when you feel like you're kind of the master of it i think you'll get a lot more value so, out of
0: it i just want to go back to this graph real quick because i butchered that explanation by the no way worries, no worries, i go I got way into the details. Okay, so um, again, emotion is the y-axis, time is the x-axis. So draw, if you can imagine, draw a smiley face, okay, at the top left, and it's going down, and then it goes back up. Okay, so since that's time, right, and that's emotion. So there's four stages to success. The first stage, and I'm, I'm relating this to vertical thinkers and how the process would work. So the first stage is uninformed optimism. And You're going into it. You just started and you're really really excited and you feel really good about it Okay, the second stage is you're going it's going down. It's going down now like you're you're it's going down at smiley face and you're in part two which is um, uninformed um, Pessimism, yeah uninformed pessimism where you're st- now you're far- starting to feel like you're near the dip you're near the very bottom of that smiley face and you're like, okay, maybe this is getting really hard. Like, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. And then you're going down, that time goes a little bit more, and you're in this valley zone where it's really, really hard and you're in motion and you're ex- not, not that excited about it anymore. Like, not excited at all, pretty much. Yeah. And then stage three is informed optimism. And that's where you look at the valley that you were just in and say, okay, like, I just, I can do this. Like, I'm getting better at this there's you see some reward yeah and step four is like um just pure optimism like you feel accomplished accomplished optimism i think it is i don't remember where you're actually you're starting to notice the reward and that's what i think vertical thinkers are like they do this process every single time until they find a point where it there's no more up or there's just no more no more point of digging the hole anymore You know, that's where I sit. That's what
1: I mean. Did that Um, help my explanation at all? I think it did. I think that's really good. good. Because with everybody, you kind of have to have that initial optimism, right? I think it's weird. In my mind, I'm a lateral thinker. um, And it came to light why I was a lateral thinker just because of what you kind of explained right now. I think it's because on the inside, I feel like... There's value in some things, and there's no value in other things. That's an odd way of thinking because and uh, what I'm saying sorry there's obvious value in everything. I used to think like there was there was a time in like high school where somebody told me where somebody told me i didn't I didn't see the bad in a lot a lot of things or anything, and I just try and find the good in everything. I've come to notice now that uh there's clearly. There's clearly things that don't give me any value and I'm th- I'm talking in terms of just myself, I guess that's just because, I don't know, life hit and you got to take things for what they are. So, so in my mind, I, I do this lateral thinking because I don't want to hit anything that's not good. I want to identify those things right away because I don't want anything to do with them. And I think it's just because of like, I'm scared. I don't know, but uh what, what are the some of the motivations behind thinking laterally sometimes it's because it's because you want to distance yourself from that pain of down the road this nothingness even if you've hit all of those those stages in that graph you were talking about and to still have it that's that fear that fear is you know part of the reason we do this this kind of shallow shallow you know yeah shallow shallow survey yeah of Mm. like of the situation that brings that brings something that i that that my taekwondo instructor said to me i want to quote him on this because it's really nice and he's uh he's given me a lot of love over the years i love the guy he's like he's one of my he's one of my mentors man he's like good guy he said he said how do you always stay young how do you not feel like you're getting old? How do you not feel like, you know, the opposite of that kid who's got all these ideas and all this passion and all this potential for things? How do you have that all the way until the end? He said, commit to things mm-hmm. and don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. And that's that's mm-hmm. vertical thinking.
0: Yeah, I agree. And he's I saying
1: agree. that you hold on to these childlike what I thought of as lateral, lateral ways of thinking. He said, hold on to those by being a vertical thinker. Hmm. Goddamn.
0: (laughs) Um, Yo, okay, Francis, why don't we take another quick break for the sponsors to say what they have to say? Let's do it. Okay, we'll be back right after these messages.
1: All right, break's over. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Okay. So uh, during the break, I came, I was just talking to Vincent and I was just kind of ruminating about what I learned just now. Um, Yeah, so leading up to where I am now, I changed my view on this exact topic a whole lot, especially because of school and its effect on me. I hated high school. I don't know why. It was just something within me that was saying that this is not... It's draining me in a sense.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: At the beginning, I was just working. I was like, okay, this is going to get me something. This, this, putting pen, pencil to paper, uh, just do it. I don't really care. I'm just, I'm just doing it. Bam. It's value right there. Something shifted later on that said that you got to be doing the right thing. And that has carried on until now. It's like draining in a sense by itself, by thinking that what you're doing isn't right. And so you stick to something just because doing it will give you value, no matter what it is. That's a change I'm going to make in my life, I think. It's definitely a change that I'm going to make in my life. It's not worth it to think that what you're doing is wrong. It's not worth it.
0: So we're going to bring this back to education system. I think that's a great way to come back into it because you're just talking about school. Do you think that the school system should continue this process, uh, the process? Okay, at least what I think, I think you should keep the process till up in grade, till grade ten. Grade ten is the last year to do this process. Do you think that is how it should be now, or do you believe? That the passion route is the route that you that everyone should take, and how the school system should adopt.
1: I think the truth, and it's not a bad truth, is that nothing is really gonna change, all too much, unless it's like yeah some 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 crazy like I said like technology that revolutionizes the way we teach and changes the system so that people have more choice. If that comes along, uh, you know that that's great, and that's going to help everybody. But if that doesn't come along, I think nothing will really change. But I don't think that's a bad thing because what I think is it's up to you. Like it, it really is up to you. And I just believe that as a general statement. So how does that relate to this?
0: I believe again, I just want to restate my belief that the vertical or sorry, the process, I think is very important because it teaches, it teaches people to um, focus on one thing and work as hard as you can on that one thing. And in here, in one of a battle argument against process, I wrote down myself is delayed gratification. And I think it's very important that that word, that term, is in the process because that's exactly what you're gonna get if you follow the process. Is the this delayed gratification that you won't feel gratified until you f- like complete the purpose, I suppose, um, the purpose of uh, of what you're trying to do and try at least to fulfill its potential because you won't feel gratified until you 100% feel that potential. Uh, The difference between process and passion is that I think passion, you'll only feel gratified when you hit your passion. And I think that's very risky because what if you don't find your passion for a very, very long time? At least with process, you're following, you're doing all these, you're digging all these Deep, deep holes until you feel gratified in some sort of way or until you tried to feel gratification um, now I'm thinking vertical
1: yeah. is where it starts because passion mm, okay. comes when you're doing when you're in the process and you realize this can become something and having it stop there because even though it is lateral, just that one t- that one thought that this can become something while you're doing whatever you're doing, being in the process, treating it like a vertical thing. When you have that thought that this can become something, it's at its smallest sense becoming a plant that has different branches. Nice. But it's not anything more than that. It's not anything that'll take up your energy. It's not anything that will take up your time and thought. It's just that little branch that tells you that this is worth something and it'll keep on going. That's that little passion that happens because you're doing it. That's what I think is the goal. You do it, you strive for that little thought that, oh, this is, this can become something. I want to say that I learned something earlier this week which really hit home. I believe that it really helps with this uh, this kind of conversation because it was a video about how to write a report and this guy talked about how you start and what you do and that there's an algorithm to it there's like a set way to do it that will limit your downtime and it will make you really productive in writing a report because what like he's an old dude he's he's uh... uh... the the supervisor for a lot of people who want to have their doctorates who want to get their doctorates and you know in that process you have to write or write a lot get your ideas across and sometimes people Um, just just have it confused in their minds about how to get reports done and he has this set way that made a lot of sense you start with the body you start with the body because you've done the work you know what you've done you've done the experiments um, you've done the calculations and you can start there because you know what you're talking about and then after that you gain momentum because you since you've done the work and you've done the easy stuff by going into the lab and putting in the hours you can write about what you've done you have momentum now you have momentum to write the conclusions about what you've done write the discussion It's great you're coming up with conclusions that could help the world give value to it and then you write the you write the abstract You write the introduction how you're going to introduce your writing and then you're done it's like saying that the process is just beginning that's what it starts with it's just beginning because after that it's going to become so much more easily or so much easier as you go along because the more you have down the more you give yourself you know that motivation and then um after the body where you try and make your conclusions about things you think you think about how this could help the world and you think about what your work has done to to add and contribute to the world and what is that that is literally lateral thinking that is passion right there, but it doesn't start until you start.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right? It
1: doesn't start until you begin and until you get motivated by, by the momentum that you've built. Yeah. I, I
0: a hundred percent agree. I was actually going to ask you this, um, right after you, you were going to talk about this and I think you came to the conclusion of the, what the answer I was going to think of. I was going to ask you, do you think passion comes at the beginning? Or at the end of the process because of course um, you need both okay of course you need both you can't have one without the other but do you think um, passion comes at the beginning or does it come at the end because what I believe I think curiosity is at the beginning you do the process then you find your passion but I mean of course it can work both ways where you can do passion first and then do the process um, and what, which, which is what we talked about earlier in the podcast. where like, us, if you watch a video and you just know that's what you want to do and you do it, that's like an example, a great example of passion. Um, but do you think passion comes at the beginning or at the end of the process?
1: I don't know. You can disagree. I'm going to ask if you discre- disagree afterwards, but I think it is the process. Passion is the process.
0: Ooh, we switching it up you're... out
1: here. <laughs> we are, because you're doing it. Yeah, you're doing it, and and as you're doing it, you're you're realizing what it is that this can do for the world, for you, how the the value that this this process can bring. That's passion. I think process is passion, dude. You,
0: I said this earlier. You need both to succeed all the way. And you're saying process is passion, and passion is process. And I think that works perfectly like you can't you need one with the other and you can't have one without the other if you need to, if you want to succeed
1: i've always thought like that they were so different because of how i was all these feelings that i was having at the beginning of high school like this is a box you literally go in and then you come out and there's nothing in between it's a void because you get no say in it and it just happens and at the end of it if you're more better if you're better off if you liked it good good for you and then if you hated it tough shit and now i'm thinking it's not up to that it's up to you because while Mm. you're in it you get the value from thinking about what this means for you for yourself it's a process that gives you passion as you go if you're thinking how how is this helping me how is this benefiting society you know i don't know it's I think I, process yeah, so now, is the passion. Process is the passion. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh my!
0: That yo yo, that was so like I that hit me when you said like when you explained it like that, and then at the end you said process is the passion, dude. That's a hundred percent correct. I don't think like we came into this. We were disagreeing with each other healthily. Like we, I disagreed that passion should come first and you disagree that process should come first, right? You dis- we are disagreed. On. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Anyways, it's a long podcast. Um, yeah, it was. but yeah, process is passion. Like, Oh wow. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Francis. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I gotta do two reports. Two reports are due tomorrow. I don't even care. I don't even care. <laughs> i gotta do two reports i'm not gonna sleep tonight but uh with this in mind i think i think it'll get me through it (laughs) Mm. i think it'll get me through it i don't know
0: wow wow that was what, what a what a way to conclude the episode what a way
1: how are we gonna do this we talked about a lot of things today we started off with two different things Um, Even in the intro, I think I was kind of hinting towards putting them together, but I didn't know how that's the thing I wanted them to to meld somehow and I wanted them to I Wanted process and passion to be friends and just talk to each other and just deal with each other in your head
0: Mm -hmm. because I didn't think that they
1: could I, I didn't think that they could come together and What we came up with guys is that the process the passion is process. Process is passion. That's the main yeah. takeaway. I don't mm. know how else to say it.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, you have to love the work. You have to love the process to love your passion. Right? Yeah. I feel like that, yeah. that's that's what that's what you're saying, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, well everyone, thank you for listening to some late night chill vibes and vibing with us tonight. If, you're, if it's your first time listening to us, I really hope it was a good experience. And please consider dropping a follow. I'm your host, Vincent. And I've been Francis. And we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening.
1: Thanks.